Hi, and welcome to More Than We Can Chew. I'm Mike Mitchell, and today I'm joined by my my oldest and dearest friend, Aww. Kelly Frawley. First you- friend ever. <laughs> and she's laughing at me right now because it's it's weird. It's weird seeing your friend go into like host mode. Welcome to our conversations. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Uh, it's weird. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little weird. bit. A little it's weird. okay. Shake it off. <laughs> um, you actually hold the distinction of being the first lady on the podcast. Oh. Yeah. All right. Yeah. A lot to live up to. <laughs> I mean, it'll be fine. You'll be good. Or it won't. <laughs> Either or. Here well, we I mean, you you have to represent your entire gender right now, so. Yeah, I don't think that many people are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Every single female in the world is counting on you right now. I feel that. well on this podcast. I feel that. They're on the- my shoulders. It's very hard, but I'm a suffragette. <laughs> I'm amazing, and this is just what we're going to have to do. <laughs> anyway, uh, today's topic is space. You wanted to talk about this. The issue of spaces came up because I was supposed to be cleaning my apartment. And I was unable to do so because I loved being, I love being in organized spaces, but I don't like to be the one organizing them. Mm-hmm. I would do a much better job cleaning someone else's spaces. Yeah. But when you said the topic is space, my mind immediately ran to the epidemic that is males in their late 20s who are straight that love the blank space music video. I, I actually haven't seen it. I do love that song though. I cannot get it out of my head sometimes. The music video is phenomenal. Uh Uh-huh. However, it's an epidemic. (laughs) You haven't been touched yet? No, I haven't. It's coming. Oh, okay. Okay. It's a fever. (laughs) You're going to catch it. So what happened? Tell me what happened in the video. My girl Taylor Uh is sitting in a mansion looking gorgeous and the most gorgeous man in the world pulls up. Uh Uh-huh. And you could tell that she's going to make him hers. Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking that things are not all kosher. Why not? Well, it's like very lovey-dovey and they're only in this mansion. And then you realize that there's like all the ex-lovers oh, in portraits. That's weird. And then she goes insane. Yeah. that I mean, that sounds like some serial he, killer stuff. It is. Oh. So you're watching and you're like, oh, oh. Oh no! Yeah, you you get scared. He escapes. Oh, okay. Well, good. Yeah. The others didn't. <laughs> and that's why there were portraits. Mm-hmm. It reminds it almost reminds me. There's of also like, like animals. What? In it? Randomly. So she's dating animals. I think you're supposed to think she's a magical witch. Okay. Everyone sees it and sees a different thing. It's like an inkpot. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's like it's a phenomenon. <laughs> you basically put your own thing on it, and it's like that's about my mother. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I just thought it was completely normal, <laughs> and then was pointed out that it wasn't by my boyfriend, who was terrified. I was no, like, "This honey. is how relationships go." <laughs> I can't paint, though. Do you think that's okay? And he was like, "I think that's fine." <laughs> Please, I don't want you to paint me ever. <laughs> Please don't paint me. I don't want to be on the wall. <laughs> It's like the opposite of Rose and Titanic. Draw me like one of your French girls. Paint me like one of your past lovers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So wait, you're, you're, why are you calling it an epidemic though? Like just people are just... I mean, never before has it been okay for a straight man to love a music video by Taylor Swift so much. Oh, okay, I see. And 
for the man in my life, it's an epidemic. <laughs> oh, see, so it's just a personal epidemic. No, but they all love it. Oh, okay. Everywhere I go, we're at someone's house, and then all of a sudden it's on the TV. And <laughs> everyone knows how that happened. Are you sure it's not Bob just putting it on? It is Bob. Oh, okay. It's very much Bob, but everyone goes along with it. <laughs> well, maybe they're just humoring it. I think they like it too, though. Yeah. They do. I mean, what's not to like about... It's everything. A beautiful... I'm just... <laughs> I'm trying to find the word for it. It's everything. Yeah. It's everything you, you want it to it. be. No, I haven't. Makes me want to march out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I actually... I don't think I've ever seen a Taylor Swift video, to be honest. Oh, they're not all like that. Mostly they go to a certain niche. Uh-huh. And that is not straight males in their late 20s. Mm-hmm. It's mostly 14-year-old girls plus me. <laughs> well, what, what about homosexual men? Do they enjoy the Taylor Swift videos? Uh, I don't know. The homosexual men in my life just think she's a bitch. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's don't just know. just a thing. They don't they don't dig on no, Taylor Swift. I mean, I I can't I can't speak for all homosexual males as I am not one. Uh huh. Nor do I know all of them, so I don't want to generalize. Uh-huh. All generalizations are bad. But duh, she's loved and hated, loved and hated. You know? I don't know because I didn't know that such a thing existed amongst the uh, homosexual. She's very community. polarizing. She's like Beyonce. <laughs> People either love Beyonce and acknowledge that she's Queen B, mm-hmm. or they hate her. They hate her and they think she's talentless and they don't understand why the rest of the world loves her. See, these are all things that I have. You were like my touchstone to this stump because I have no idea about any of this. I mean, she is. Probably the most polarizing figure in American pop culture. Really? Yes. I would think it'd be like Obama or something. Plus, like, well, you're supposed to love or hate. I don't know. Well, pop culture wouldn't be Obama. Like, people generally have very strong feelings towards Beyonce. Uh-huh. They can't exactly explain where they came from. <laughs> you either love her, want to be her, acknowledge that she is just straight up the best right or you hate her and you wonder why everyone else thinks she's a big deal i kind of wonder why she's everyone thinks she's a big deal she's a huge deal (laughs) why is she a huge deal tell me why she's a huge deal explain to me what makes beyonce so great make me understand she's wildly talented i will i will acknowledge that she's talented she is but there are a lot of talented people why is why is beyonce better than them she's more talented (laughs) <laughs> she's got all the talent I think she's wildly talented I think she's gorgeous I think that she has style I think that she made herself into exactly how she wants to be seen and I think that people aspire to do that but can't often mm-hmm. yeah well, yeah, that's true like she acknowledges that like she wasn't always that confident she gave herself an alter ego and then she said I'm just gonna rock this wait there's an alter ego? yes what was the alter ego? Sasha Fierce <laughs> I can't believe you don't even know about I don't this. know any of this stuff. She says I'm not like a big, I'm not a big music person. Like I like music, but it's not like my... See, this is less music for me and more like persona. Oh, okay. Like I do love her music, but persona wise, like if I have something that I really need to do that I feel like I can't do it, I don't, I don't even want to admit it out loud. I channel Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> Say, how would she approach this problem? She would just get Sasha Fierce on it. And she would just be a bad B-I-T-C-H. And that's it. WWBD. Oh, what would Beyonce, Beyonce do? do? 
you just have a little yep. bracelet of that at all times. Queen Bay. <laughs> She's very polarizing, as is Jennifer Aniston. I can understand Jennifer Aniston, because you don't know what her deal is. You're like, what's going on I think I, what I've found is in conversations, there's me, who wonders what the big deal is about Jennifer Aniston and loves Beyonce. And then there's the opposite side of the coin. People are like, what's the big deal about Beyonce? Oh my God, Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> so it's a, it's a completely different camp of people. Yeah. I okay. mean, it's pretty much people I can't be friends with. <laughs> I mean, it's It's like, like, no, my good friend, we have a heated debate about it. But I'm like, Beyonce's everything. Jennifer Aniston is nothing. I don't know what you're seeing that I'm not seeing. Well, isn't it, it seems like apples and oranges though. Like you have Beyonce and you have Jennifer Aniston and never the twain shall meet. It's not like... Oh, agreed. Agreed. Well, no. I mean, they both have stunning hair. That's... That goes without saying. <laughs> but other than no, the hair No, it's just... Thing. I think I think in my mind, they're the two ends of the spectrum where I believe one is enormously talented and deserves everything she has. And the other, I'm kind of just trying to figure out why she's relevant. I think she's very pretty. I think she was great as Rachel. I think every role she plays is as Rachel. Well, then isn't it really just Jennifer Aniston was just being Jennifer Aniston and not being Rachel. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I don't think she acts. I think she just shows up as her. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just does it. Well, doesn't George Clooney do the same thing? Like, he's not really characters. He's just pretty much George Clooney the whole time. Uh, he may have had more opportunities than Jennifer Aniston to be different characters. Mm -hmm. Because he's done some widespread things across space and time back to space he back was in to space. he was in gravity he was in gravity yeah so that was a that was a space movie We're getting yeah back but to even it. but even in that he's still you're right he's still like he's still George like, Clooney. yeah he's still like just charming and under a helmet yeah perfect hair <laughs> like you should be a little haggard yeah you died in space <laughs> some of this should have looked hard but yeah. it's still like hey i'm with you i'm in your head but I'm here and I look awesome. <laughs> so getting back to space, I've actually been like watching a lot of like or reading a lot of space stuff lately. I had to I had to read this book um, called Dark Matter and the Dinosaurs, which was basically a, like about our solar system. But I've also been watching like a lot of the Cosmos, the mm. Neil deGrasse Tyson yeah. thing. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it to people. Like it it's, is. The, the, like people can't say something's blowing their mind anymore. Yeah. Unless they compare it to Cosmos. Cosmos. Yeah, exactly. Like that just Cosmosed me. Like yeah. <laughs> that should be a new verb. Oh. Like I just got Cosmosed. Stop trying to make Cosmos happen. <laughs> It's going to work, Kelly. It's going to work. It's like slang from Mike Mitchell. <laughs> Hi, and welcome back to Slang with Mike Mitchell. <laughs> Here with Kelly Frawley. <laughs> talking about getting Cosmosed. Yeah, but I've also drank in a lot of Cosmos. Mm. It's not the same. No, it's not the same. Actually, Cosmos <laughs> are what causes the heated discussions about Beyonce and Sex in the City. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually where that starts. <laughs> A lot of Cosmos and a lot of B. 
Beyonce. The whole show, Sex in the City, was about bonding over cosmos. Yet I have a cosmo, discuss Beyonce, and decide who can't be my friends anymore. <laughs> it's the opposite. It's the exact opposite. But yeah, I've been watching a lot of cosmos and just continually just like amazed and confused by just everything happening. It's too abstract. Yeah, like it's just like, what? What is happening? Not to get too deep, but it's science that makes you believe in God. You like, think so? Yes. Not in the Bible sense that really separates people, but in the mm -hmm. way that like, this is much more than I or anyone on my field could have imagined. Mm -hmm. You have to think that somewhere along the way, something made that all happen no mm -hmm. i don't i mean i don't get that feeling it's a glass half full or a glass half empty i guess well i i don't even see it as like glad because it's not like hopeful yeah in a way well, but it's like i just see it as like one big accident yeah it's like how you like i feel like when something goes up to a plan it never works out but things happen awesome all the time by accident well that's like what Albert Einstein said. He said that oh, really? studying space made him believe in God. And oh, okay. he says there's two ways you look at the world. Everything's a miracle or nothing is. Uh-huh. And all these mess ups in a row landing on us uh -huh. is pretty cool. Oh yeah. I mean I, I do think it's, it's yeah. cool. No, mind blown. Cosmos every time. Uh-huh. I tried to buy the DVDs and then I was like, I could just watch this on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, it, I, it made me want to contribute to public television. <laughs> so if there if there isn't a miracle, there's one right there. <laughs> that's 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 the real miracle. I opened my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I gave ten dollars to PBS. <laughs> that was a big deal. Uh, I've actually given them money before. Uh, embarrassing. Why's that embarrassing? It's public media. They need your money. I know. I just really wanted Downton Abbey early. Uh <laughs> wasn't even because my mind was blown. I just needed to know what happened. I, okay. So you know what makes me believe in God? The fact that I cry at almost every Downton Abbey episode. <laughs> <laughs> that that makes me believe in God more oh than watching God, Cosmos. I don't even cry at Downton Abbey. Oh my God. And I cry at Hallmark commercials. <laughs> There's something wrong I, with you. I tear up at almost every episode of Downton Abbey. And I've, t I've actually talked about this on the show before. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I cannot stop myself from just welling up whenever whenever someone is nice to a servant. <laughs> I don't know what happens. But I just, like, Maggie Smith is so nice. Oh. She's but so she's good. not nice. No, I know. It's, it's just every fifth interaction she does something nice, and you're so surprised by it. Yeah, well, I think that's yeah. it. It's like, I'm so surprised by the fact that she's being a human Rather Ugh. than, like, her human moments make her, make it very, like... Squad goals, Maggie Smith. <laughs> what? She's my, like, I want to grow up, and I want to be her, oh, okay. and I want to have her friends. <laughs> and I want everyone to follow me around like they do with her. Right. Her, her and Isabel's relationship, love. I think that was, like, the turning point for her character in the series, where, like, she was like, I just want a friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, tears right. in my eyes happening and as an american you're supposed to root for isabel like yeah yeah time. yeah yeah you know but sometimes i'm like oh you're so pompous you're yeah, in england yeah. get over it <laughs> let all this happen yeah well i i mean she's i don't know because a lot of the time she is right right but not all the time 
Yeah, but you know who's like the least fun person at the party? The right one. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Often. Very true. You're no. right. We get it. You donate to public television. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Let me go have my Cosmo. You're the... All right? <laughs> we get it. You're the best person here. Oh, you you're gave... talking about the election, and I'm over here debating <laughs> on the team of Beyonce. I get it. You're awesome. <laughs> we should vote. Okay. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about who wins or who loses. It's just about whether or not you voted, guys. That's the most important thing. Right. And that being said... No, you should not vote if you're uninformed. Yes. That's how sheep follow other sheep off cliffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Some don't, of you Don't be a follower. Some of you could stay home <laughs> from the polls. Yeah. Do you get like kind of claustrophobic ever? Um, on the path Part of me is acknowledging that I'm underwater, mm. and that's weird. Yeah, yeah. In elevators, no. I'm more. I'm just afraid of the people around me than the space. Oh, okay. So it's so it's, it's not more like, like yeah. I'm trapped in here with people who could be thinking anything. Right. Being trapped in here, eh? Yeah, know. that wouldn't be so bad. Did you see that video? Or not, maybe it wasn't a video, it was an article about the people that got trapped in the subway for two hours because of the cop that got shot. Uh. They were like in a subway tunnel and basically the cop shut down everything and they were trapped down there for like two and a half hours, probably maybe longer. But that sounds like a fate worse than death. Just to be, because like, what do you do? There are nine circles of hell, right? <laughs> yeah. That's 10. Yeah. Because you're already underground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That that actually seems like the worst thing to happen. Because, like, many times, like, if, if I had a book or something to entertain me, maybe that's okay. I mean, I've been stuck on the runway of a plane for a really long time. Right. But you, you've actually, when you're on a plane, you are getting in the mindset of, like, I'm going to be on this plane for a while. Yeah. Like I've put, I've put in a subway, you're like, I'm going to be underground for 10 minutes and then I get to go back to the world of the living. Exactly. Yeah. Where, so you, there's, there is no way you would expect to be on a subway for two and a half hours. No. Oh God. No. Even if, even if you're taking it. Cross town. Yeah. Still no. Like if you're taking it from the tip of Manhattan to maybe JFK. Like if you're taking the C train all the way out to JFK or is it the E, I don't know, the the blue line. If you're taking the blue line out to from Inwood to JFK, maybe you're on for two and a half hours. But that is a mindset that you are in. No one goes from Times Square to World, the World Trade Center and they're like, oh. "All right, it's time to strap in." Two hours. Glad I bought that book. Like, make friends with people you try not to make eye contact with. <laughs> previously exactly my friend is pregnant right now and um she doesn't look that pregnant and she gets like up in arms over no one giving her a seat i'm like you they don't... don't think it's chivalrous yet. yeah 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 exactly you're lucky to be skinny <laughs> build a bridge and get over it yeah 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 she's like no because by the time i look really pregnant it's gonna be winter and then i'll have a coat on and i was like chivalry is also dead <laughs> you could be nine months poking out no, it might do nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should be more angry at the world. I mean, 
that that's kind of outrageous that i mean what did she does she have to wear a sign that says i'm pregnant like i don't know to for to like i, I don't know that's kind of because the other thing is like it, <laughs> isn't isn't the whole thing like you're not supposed to assume someone is pregnant <laughs> like i've been offered a seat on the train and wondered do they think i'm pregnant <laughs> <laughs> This definitely is in my best sweater. <laughs> I'm going to take the seat anyway. Yeah, yeah. I look tired. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that's kind of bullshit because you're not supposed to go up to someone and be like, so when's the baby due? Right. So Because they could just be big. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So offer, I view offering the seat as an extension of that. That must make your life very comfortable. <laughs> Well, I'm sitting all the time, so. Um, exactly. I actually, I don't think I sit on the subway much. I mostly stand. I am bad at holding on. I don't care how. Like, I, I, I always look like a tourist because every time it starts, it shocks me. And I'm like <laughs> that spastic, like, oh, it's going. Always. And I'll hold on and I'll be trying to be real cool, reading a book. And then I just spaz lurch forward every single time. <laughs> And it's always to, like, oh, look who's new in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Er. I'm like, I've been here. I'm you're... from here. <laughs> it's still hard. 26 years. I haven't grasped it yet. It's, it's force. Yeah. You know, but no one we, else feels it. You don't, you don't like get into that like subway surfing pose that you have to like. Whatever I do, it looks really spastic. Always. I'm just awkward. Speaking of being trapped, there was a guy, I saw this time-lapse video of this guy that got trapped in an elevator for an entire weekend. I think it was in New York. And he was on like one, you know those express elevators that like they only go to like floors seven through 12 or something Mm -hmm. like that. He was on one of those. And there was like a power glitch and the elevator shut down. And he was trapped for the whole weekend because... I think it was like a holiday weekend. So like no one was there and he was just like stuck inside. The, like he was working like a little late. Like maybe he had stayed past five or something. And he like went down for a cigarette and was going back up to his office to like finish his work and just never went back. And I mean, he lived, <laughs> but eventually like he just had to stay there for like 72 hours or something like that. And I would go nuts. Yeah. Like in, and the thing was like, you would think like, okay, well he would try to like open the door and go to like the next floor. But the way those express elevators work, wow. it's, it's just total concrete. Yep. Like if you open it, it's just, there's nothing there. And like the phone wasn't, I don't know if there was like a phone in the elevator, but ugh, it's, it's all, ugh. Oh, that's why you don't smoke. <laughs> Moral of the story. Moral of the story. Um, But yeah, he like got like seriously crazy yeah like he went covered in his own urine <laughs> well, starving here's yeah oh my god the food i couldn't even imagine or like what like not having water for for that long like just he probably never has to work again well that was the thing i believe that like now he like basically can't hold a job because he was like traumatized yeah. by it well no i mean we live in a very lawsuit happy society is there yeah. any jury that's not like give this man a million dollars? But that's he terrible. didn't get money. That's the thing. Maybe he got a little bit of money, but it's not like the, enough to live off of the rest of his life. Like he still needs to get a job at some <sighs> point. 
that's probably just someone that moves out west and just listens to wide open spaces <laughs> for the rest of his life. Right. Like it's just becomes a big Dixie Chicks fan. <laughs> Maybe he starts his own podcast. I don't know. He's just talking to himself outside. Maybe he's you. No. I actually got trapped in an elevator in 1995. And uh, that's why I hate elevators. Hate, I hate elevators. Can't stand them. Won't go on them. Always take the stairs. Really? No. Yeah. Uh, right. I mean. Just joking. You're like, oh, I'll take the stairs. And then you're like, mm, that's really going to cut into my sitting around time. Going <laughs> yeah. to take this elevator. I used to work on the 14th floor of, of the building. And we had to do a fire drill one day. So we had to go down 14 flights of stairs. Mm-hmm. And if you had asked me how long it took to walk down 14 flights of stairs, I would have said, eh, 10 minutes maybe? 10 minutes? Oh, I was thinking like five. But I guess if you're... Like, but, well, if you're in a line Yeah, going if you're down evacuating, slowly. it's not... However, if you asked me on like the seventh floor how long it takes to walk down 14 flights of stairs, I would have said a month. It felt like it took a month to walk down those stairs. Like and it then was, you're like, in a fire, this doesn't no, seem doesn't happen. adequate. No, just no. Like we would, we're all dead of smoke inhalation by now. Yeah. It took so like, and and I don't know if it actually took a long time or it just felt like it took a long time because, and like there was something about it where you're just like, I feel dizzy because well, you're, you're going, going around, around in circles. Yeah. But I do somewhat know what you're talking about because my dad makes me do a fire drill when we stay in hotels. <laughs> well, he's so a fireman, so it's that just makes us. Sense. But. I've gone down some stairs. Yeah. I've experienced that. I've yeah. lived it. You made me do it in college. You know, fire drills. But no, it, yeah. Would he, like, would he be there with you or he's like on the phone with you being like, all right, No, go. my first day of college. Oh, hey. Hey, everyone. Let's make friends. Let's try and make a good impression. I'm the blindfolded girl running down the stairs to make sure I could escape. <laughs> feeling for heat on doorknobs. <laughs> Took a really long time to make friends. After that. Blind? Why are you blindfolded? If there was smoke, you wouldn't be able to see. And he wants to make sure that I'm not the idiot that runs into a wall and falls down. He's like, all right, now pretend you can't see. Okay, dad. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to like... I always down? peeked. Yeah, I always of course. Peaked. I mean, you have to. Like... Yeah. Because you don't know where you are. <laughs> Does he make you do that when you're in the hotels too? Not anymore. Oh, okay. Now I'm like, no, but, but blindfolded. Gonna... No, not anymore. When we were little, it was always like, where are the stairs? Let's practice going down the stairs. I'm like, I just want to start vacation. <laughs> I want to go swim in the pool. Dad, I'm at college. I want to make friends. Find the stairs. <laughs> my face hurts from laughing so hard. <laughs> uh, I don't want to. It doesn't oh, matter. That's so good. <laughs> So if you want to figure out the best way to go down a flight of stairs wherever you are, you can email us at, <laughs> at more than we could chew at gmail.com. It's important. It is it's important. important. Um, and one day you'll thank your dad for it. <laughs> it's not when you're 26. That day's still coming for me. But one day you'll thank your dad for it. <laughs> uh, you can also tweet us at more than we can ch, which is more than we can chew without the EW. Get it? Because the lame's too long to fit into the thing. So uh, it's more than, yeah, uh, gotcha. 
If you like the show, we would appreciate it if you subscribe to us in the iTunes store. Um, if you also give the show a five-star review, that helps a lot. Kelly, you wouldn't think about this as a, as a, uh, what? what? I'm laughing because I haven't done it yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Um, well. But you wouldn't think about this, but, uh, actually if you give a five-star review, it actually like helps the show a lot. The more people that give five-star reviews, it increases your visibility in the iTunes store. So you can get on like new and noteworthy lists or um, just like check out these podcasts. So do it. So do it, Kelly. Uh, <laughs> I'll join you. Yeah. And one day, like me, you could end up on the show too. <laughs> it's not that hard. It's not that hard. Not that hard to get on the show. <laughs> I'm actually the most exclusive one because I'm the first person that ever met Mike Mitchell. Yeah. Exactly. Ever. Other than his parents. Yeah, I think my mom met me first. I'm number three. <laughs> Bronze medal is still noteworthy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but yeah, so if you uh, do that, that would be awesome. Um, you can also share it on Facebook or tweet out like your favorite show or something like that, something akin to that. That would be really cool if you did that. Kelly, we do suggestions on the show. My suggestion is the HBO Amy Schumer comedy special. Find oh. it, watch it. It's amazing. She imbibes a whole bottle of Chardonnay from beginning to end. And oh watching, God. I did too. <laughs> but it's still awesome. Touches on a lot of things. Poignant. <laughs> Noteworthy. Also, Peter Pan's funny. We, uh, when we moved in here, we almost got HBO. But because they were, they, the guy that was like offering it was like, if you want a TV, it'll be an extra $10 to include into your internet. Like it, the internet TV deal. And then he was like, excuse me. And then he was like, um, and if you want HBO, we're offering a promotion right now that's like, it's only $7.99 a month. So I was like, that, yeah, that doesn't sound bad at all. But I didn't want to get it because I was like, oh, well, you know, that's $20 a month total. Like, I was just like, no, nah, don't worry about it. And like, I didn't get the TV thing at all. Missed opportunity. And then I called up later to get it. And I talked to the person and they were like, oh, that's not a promotion. I was like, what? And they were like, oh yeah, HBO is like $17.99, an extra $17.99 a month. And I was like, the guy told me it was seven. And he was like, well, he was lying. So that guy tried to like buck me into, a, and into an HBO deal with a huge fucking bill. I got swindled straight up. Files swindled me. But what? I'm happy. I am happy now. It's fine. What I have the ultimate entertainment package. I have some router that apparently they have in airports. I don't know. I just got sold on all of it. And I pay for it. Why? Why? Because calling them is annoying. <laughs> and I am lazy. And I seem to think that I have a disposable income. I don't. <laughs> I don't. But remember the 10th circle of hell where those people were on the mm -hmm. subway? On the subway, yeah. They were also on hold with Verizon. <laughs> oh, you have Verizon. Uh, okay. Don't subscribe if you work for Verizon. Because <laughs> we hate you. Uh, Mike Mitchell. Kelly. Frawley. Oh, I'm so awkward. <laughs> oh, wait, I'll do it again. I'm Mike Mitchell. And I'm Kelly Frawley. Bye. Bye.